Part Two of Philoctetes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Philoctetes by Sophocles. Translated by Lewis Campbell. In fable I have heard, though sight hath ne'er confirmed the word, how he who attempted once the couch supreme to a whirling wheel by Zeus the old ruler bound, tied head and heel, careering ever round, that atones his impious unsubstantial dream. Of no man else, through eye or ear, have I discerned a fate more full of fear than yonder sufferers of the cureless wound, who did no violence, defrauded none, a just man, had he dwelt among the just unworthily, behold him thrust alone to hear the billows roar that break round the rugged shore. How could he live, whose life was thus consumed with moan? Where neighbor there was none, no arm to stay him wandering lone, unevenly with stumbling steps and sore. No friend in need, no kind inhabitant, to minister to his importunate want. No heart where to his pangs he might deplore. None who, whene'er the gory flow was rushing hot, might healing herbs bestow, or cull from teeming earth some genial plant to allay the anguish of malignant pain and soothe the sharpness of his poignant woe. Like infant whom the nurse lets go, with tottering movement here and there, he crawled for comfort, whensoe'er his soul-devouring plague relaxed its cruel strain. Not fed with foisson of all teeming earth, whence we sustain us, ever toiling men, but only now and then with winged things, by his winged shafts brought low, he stayed his hunger from his bow. Poor soul, that never thought ten years of dearth had pleasure from the fruitage of the vine, but seeking to some standing pool, not clear nor cool, foul water heaved to head for lack of heartening wine. But now, consorted with the hero's child, he winneth greatness and a joyful change. Over the water wild, borne by a friendly bark beneath the range of Oeta, where Spelkius fills wide channels winding among lovely hills, haunted of Malian nymphs, till he espies the roof tree of his father's hall, and high o'er all shines the bronze shield of him whose home is in the skies. Neoptolemus comes out of the cave. Followed by Philoctetes in pain. Prithee, come on! Why dost thou stand aghast, voiceless, and thus astonished in thine air? Oh, oh! What? Nothing. Come, my son, fear naught. Is pain upon thee? Hath thy trouble come? No pain, no pain. Tis past, I am easy now. Ye heavenly powers! Why dost thou groan aloud and cry to heaven? To come and save, kind heaven! Oh, oh! What is't? 
why silent wilt not speak i see thy misery oh i am lost my son i cannot hide it from you oh it shoots it pierces oh unhappy oh my woe i am lost my son i am devoured oh me oh 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 pain pain oh pain oh pain child if a sword be to thine hand smite hard shear off my foot heed not my life quick come what has so suddenly arisen that thus thou makest a do and groanest o'er thyself thou knowest what know i oh thou knowest my son i know not how not know oh me pain pain thy plague is a sore burden heavy and sore sore tis unutterable have pity on me well, what shall i do do not in fear forsake me this wandering evil comes in force again hungry as e'er it fed oh hapless one thrice hapless in thy manifold distress what wilt thou shall i raise thee on mine arm nay but receiving from my hand the bow as late thou didst desire me keep it safe and guard it till the fury of my pain pass over me and cease for when tis spent slumber will seize me else it ne'er would end i must sleep undisturbed but if meanwhile they come by heaven i charge thee in no wise willingly nor perforce let them have this else thou wilt be the slayer of us both of me thy suppliant and of thyself fear not my care no hand shall hold these arms but thine and mine give and heaven bless the deed i give them there my son but look to heaven and pray no envy smite thee nor such bane in having them as fell on me and him who bore them formerly oh grant it gods and grant us fair and happy voyage where our course is shaped and righteous heaven shall guide oh but i fear my son thy prayer is vain for welling yet again from depths within this gory ooze is dripping it will come i know it will oh foot torn helpless thing what wilt thou do to me oh oh it comes it is at hand tis here woe's me undone <clears throat> i have shown you all stay near me go not far oh ah oh. oh island king i would this agony might cleave thy bosom through and through woe 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 ah ye two commanders of the host agamemnon menelaus oh that ye another ten years durance in my room might nurse this malady oh death 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 i call thee daily wilt thou never come will it not be my son thou noble boy if thou art noble take and burn me there aloft in yon all-worshipped lemnian fire 
yea when the bow thou keep'st was my reward i did like service for the child of heaven how now my son what sayest art silent where where art thou boy my heart is full and groaning o'er thy woes nay yet have comfort this affliction oft goes no less swiftly than it came i pray thee stand fast and leave me not alone fear not we will not stir wilt thou remain be sure of it i'll not degrade thee with an oath my son rest satisfied i will not go without thee thy hand to pledge me that there i will stay now now aloft where meanst thou yonder aloft whither thou ravest why stirrest thou at the sky now let me go where let me go i say i will not you will kill me let me go well thou knowest best i hold thee not o earth i die receive me to thy breast this pain subdues me utterly i cannot stand methinks he will be fast in slumber soon that head sinks backwards and a clammy sweat bathes all his limbs while from his foot hath burst a vain dark bleeding let us leave him friends in quietness till he hath fallen to sleep lord of the happiest life sleep thou that knowest not strife that knowest not grief still wafted sure relief come saviour now thy healing balm is spread over this pain-worn head quench not the beam that gives calm to his brow look o oh my lord to thy path either to go or to stay how is my fault to proceed what is our cause for delay look opportunity's power fitting the task to the hour giveth the race to the swift he hears not but i see that to obtain his bow without him were a bootless gain he must sail with us so the god hath said heaven hath decreed this garland for his head and to have failed with falsehood were a meed of shameful soilure for a shameless deed god shall determine the end but for thy answer friend waft soft words low all sick men sleep with no half open eye their quickly ruffling mind quivers in lightest wind sleepless in slumber new danger to spy think o oh my lord of thy path secretly look forth afar what wilt thou do for thy need how with the wise wilt thou care if toward the nameless thy heart chooseth this merciful part huge are the dangers that drift the wind is fair my son the wind is fair the man is dark and helpless stretched in night o oh, kind warm sleep that calms human care powerless of hand and foot and ear and sight blind as one lying in the house of death think well if here thou utterest timely breath this o oh my son is all my thought can find best are the toils that without frightening Bind. Hush! One word more were madness. He revives. His eye hath motioned. He uplifts his head. Fair daylight following sleep, and ye, dear friends, faithful beyond all hope in tending me, 
I never could have dreamed that thou, dear youth, couldst thus have borne my sufferings and stood near, so full of pity to relieve my pain. Not so the worthy generals of the host, this princely patience was not theirs to show. Only thy noble nature, nobly sprung, made light of all the trouble, though oppressed with fettered odours and unceasing cries, and now, since this my plague would seem to yield some pause and brief forgetfulness of pain, with thine own hand, my son, upraise me here, and set me on my feet, that when my strength, after exhaustion, shall return again, we may move shoreward and launch forth with speed. I feel unhoped-for gladness when I see thy painless gaze, and hear thy living breath, for thine appearance and surroundings both were death-like. But arise, or if thou wilt, these men shall raise thee, for they will not shrink from toil which thou and I at once enjoin. Right, right, my son, but lift me thine own self, as I am sure thou meanest. Let these be, lest they be burdened with the noisome smell before the time. Enough for them to bear the trouble on board. I will. Stand up, endure. Fear not. Old habit will enable me. Oh, me! What shall I do? Now tis my turn to exclaim. What canst thou mean? What change is here, my son? I know not how to shift the troublous word. Tis hopeless. What is hopeless? Speak not so, dear child. But so my wretched lot hath fallen. Ah, can it be the offence of my disease hath moved thee not to take me now on board? All is offence to one who hath forced himself from the true bent to an unbecoming deed. Nought misbecoming to thyself or sire dost thou or speaks, befriending a good man. Oh, my baseness will appear. That wrings my soul. Not in thy deeds, but for thy words, I fear me. Oh, heaven! Must double vileness then be mine, both shameful silence and most shameful speech? Or my discernment is at fault, or thou mean'st to betray me and make voyage without me? Nay, not without thee, there is my distress, lest I convey thee to thy bitter grief. But how, how, dear youth, I do not understand. Here I unveil it. Thou art to sail to Troy to join the chieftains and the Achaean host. What do I hear? Oh! Grieve not till you learn. Learn what? What wilt thou make of me? What mean'st thou? First to release thee from this plague, and then with thee to go and take the realm of Troy. And is this thine intent? Tis so ordained unchangeably. Be, be not dismayed. Tis so. Me miserable. I am betrayed. Undone. What guile is here? My bow! Give back my bow! I may not. Interest and duty, too, force me to obey commandment. O oh, thou fire, thou terror of the world, dark instrument of ever-hateful guile, what hast thou done? How thou hast cheated me! Art not ashamed to look on him that sued to thee for shelter? O oh, heart of stone, thou hast stolen my life away with yonder bow. Ah, yet I beg of thee, give it me back, my son, I entreat thee, give. By all thy father worshipped, rob me not of life. Ah, me, 
Now he will speak no more, but turns away, abjure it to retain it. O ye, my comrades in this wilderness, rude creatures of the rocks, or promontories, creeks, precipices of the hills, to you and your familiar presence I complain of this foul trespass of Achilles' son, sworn to convey me home, to Troy he bears me, and under pledge of his right hand hath ta'en and holds from me perforce my wondrous bow, the sacred gift of Zeus-born Heracles, thinking to wave it midst the Achaean host valiantly for his. In conquering me he vaunts as of some valorous feat, and knows not he is spoiling a mere course, an empty dream, the shadow of a vapour. In my strength he ne'er had vanquished me, even as I am he could not but by guile. Now all forlorn, I am abused, deceived. What must I do? Nay, give it me, nay, yet be thy true self. Thou art silent, I am lost, O oh, misery! Rude face of rock, back I return to thee and thy twin gateway, robbed of arms and food, to wither in thy cave companionless. No more with these mine arrows to destroy, or flying bird, or mountain roving beast, but all unhappy, I myself must be the feast of those on whom I fed, the chase of that I hunted, and shall dearly pay in bloody quittance for their death through one who seemed all ignorant of sinful guile. Perish, not till I am certain if thy heart will change once more, if not, my curse on thee. What shall we do, my lord? We await thy word. What to say now, or yield to his desire? My heart is pressed with a strange pity for him, not now beginning, but long since begun. I pity me, my son, by all above, Make not thy name a scorn by wronging me. Oh, I am troubled sore. What must I do? Would I had never left mine island home. Thou art not base, but seems to have learnt some baseness from base men. Now is tis meet, be better guided. Leap me mine arms, and go. Neoptolemus, to Chorus. Oh, what shall we do? Enter Odysseus. What art thou doing, knave? Give me that bow, and haste thee back again. Alas! What do I hear? Odysseus's voice! Be sure of that, Odysseus, whom thou seest. Oh, I am bought and sold, undone. Twas he that kidnapped me, and robbed me of my bow. Yea, I deny it not. Be sure, twas I. Give back, my son, the bow. Release it. That, though he desire it, he shall never do. Thou too shalt march along, or these shall force thee. They force me? O oh, thou boldest of bad men, they force me? If thou comest not willingly. O oh, Lemnian earth, and thou almighty flame, Hephaestus workmanship, shall this be born, That he by force must drag me from your care? Tis Zeus, I tell thee, monarch of this isle, Who thus hath willed. I am his minister. Wretch! What vile words thy wit hath power to say! The gods are liars when invoked by thee. Nay, tis their truth compels thee to this voyage. I will not have it so. I will, thou shalt. Woe for my wretchedness, 
my father then begat no freeman but a slave in me nay but the peer of noblest men with whom thou art to take and ravage troy with might never though i must suffer direst woe while his steep lemnian ground is mine to tread what now is thine intent down from the crag this head shall plunge and stain the crag beneath odysseus to the attendants ay seize and bind him baffle him in this poor hands for lack of your beloved string caught by this craven o corrupted soul how thou hast undermined me having taken to screen thy quest this youth to me unknown far worthier of my friendship than of thine who knew no better than to obey command even now tis manifest he burns within for pain for his own error and my wrong but though unwilling and mapped for ill thy crafty mean and cranny spying soul too well hath lessened him in sinful lore now thou hast bound me o thou wretch and thinkest to take me from this coast where thou didst cast me outlawed and desolate a corpse mongst men oh i curse thee now as oft times in the past but since heaven yields me naught but bitterness thou livest and art blithe while tis my pain to live on in my misery laughed to scorn by thee and atreus's sons those generals twain whom thou art serving in this chase but thou with strong compulsion and deceit was driven troyward whilst i poor victim of free will took my seven ships and sailed there yet was thrown far from all honour as thou sayest by them but as they turn the tale by thee and now why fetch me hence and take me to what end i am nothing dead to you this many a year how o thou heaven abhorred am i not now lame and of evil smell how shall ye vaunt before the gods drink offering or the fat of victims if i sail among your crew for this as ye professed was the chief cause why ye disowned me perish so ye shall for the wrong done me if the heavens be just and that they are i know else had ye ne'er sailed on this errand for an outcast wretch had they not pricked your heart with thoughts of me oh if ye pity me chastising powers and thou the genius of my land revenge revenge this crime on all their heads at once my life is pitiable but if I saw their ruin, I would think me well and strong. How oh, full, full of bitterness is his resolve, wrathfully spoken with unending will. I might speak long in answer did the time give scope, but now one thing is mine to say. I am known to vary with the varying need, and when tis tried who can be just and good, my peer will not be found for piety but though on all occasions covetous of victory this once i yield to thee and willingly unhand him there let go leave him to stay what further use of thee when we have tamed these arms have we not teucer skilled in this mystery yea i may boast myself thine equal both in strength and aim to wield them fare thee well then thou art free to roam thy barren isle we need thee not 
let us be going and perchance thy gift may bring thy destined glory to my brow what shall i do alas shalt thou be seen graced with mine arms amongst achaean men no more i am going o achilles child wilt thou too vanish must i lose thy voice come on and look not noble though thou be lest thou undo our fortune mariners must you too leave me thus disconsolate will ye not pity me our captain's here whatever he saith to thee that we too speak my chief will call me weakling soft of heart but go not yet since our friend bids you stay till we have prayed and all be ready on board meanwhile perchance he may conceive some thought that favours our design we too will start and ye be swift to speed forth at our call exit o cavern of the hollow rock frosty and stifling in the season's change how i seem fated never more to range from thy sad covert that hath felt the shock of pain on pain steep with my wretchedness now thou wilt be my comforter in death grief-haunted harbour choked with my distress tell me what hope is mine of daily food who will be careful for my good i fail ye cowering creatures of the sky oh as ye fly snatch me borne upward on the blast's sharp breath thou child of misery no mightier power hath this decreed but thine own will and deed hath bound thee thus in grief since when kind heaven had sent relief and shown the path of wisdom firm and pure thou still hast chosen this evil to endure o hapless life sore bruised with pain no more with living mortal may i dwell but ever pining in this desert cell with lonely grief all famished must remain and perish for what food is mine to share when this strong arm no longer wields my bow whose fleet shafts flew to smite the birds of air i was all thrown by words words dark and blind low creeping from a traitorous mind oh might i see him whose unrighteous thought this ruin wrought plagued for no less a period with like woe not by our craft thou art caught but destiny divine hath wrought the net that holds thee bound aim not us the sound of thy dread curse with dire disaster fraught on others let that light tis our true care thou shouldst not scorn our love in thy despair now seated by the shore of heaving ocean hoar he mocks me waving high the sole support of my precarious being the bow which none e'er held but i o oh, treasure of my heart torn from this hand that loved thy touch if thou canst understand how sad must be thy look in seeing thy master destined now no more like Heracles of yore, to wield thee with an archer's might. But in the grasp of an all-scheming white, O oh, bitter change, thou art plied, and, swaying ever by his side, shall view his life of dark malignity, teeming with shameful guiles, like those he wrought on me. Nobly to speak for the right is manly and strong, 
but, but not with envious blight to envenom the tongue. He, to serve all his friends of the fleet, one obeying a many-voiced word, through the ministering craft of our Lord, hath but done what was meet. Come, legions of the wild, of aspect fierce or mild, foul from the fields of air, and beasts that roam with bright untroubled gaze, no longer bounding from my lair, fly mine approach. Now freely, without fear, ye may surround my covert and come near, treading the savage rock-strewn ways. The might I had is no more mine. Stolen with those arms divine, this fort hath no man to defend. Come, satisfy your vengeful jaws, and rend these quivering tainted limbs. Already hovering death bedims my fainting sense. Who thus can live on air, tasting no gift of earth that breathing mortals share? Ah, do, do not shrink from, from thy friend, if, if love thou rarest, but, but know it is for thee to forfend the fate which thou fearest. The lot thou hast here to deplore is sad evermore to maintain, and hardship in sickness is sore, but sorest in pain. Kindest of all that e'er before have trod this shore, Again thou mind'st me of mine ancient woe. Why wilt thou ruin me? What wouldst thou do? How mean'st thou? If to Troy of me abhorred, Thou e'er hast hoped to lead me with thy lord. So I judge best. Be gone at once. Be gone. Sweet is that word, and swiftly shall be done. Let us be gone, each to his place on board. The chorus make as if they were going. Nay, by dear Zeus, to whom all suppliants moan, leave me not yet. Keep measure in thy word. Stay, by heaven, stay. What wilt thou say? O misery, O cruel power that rules this hour, I am destroyed. Ah, me! O poor torn limb, what shall I do with thee through all my days to be? Ah, strangers, come, return, return. What new command are we to learn, crossing thy former mind? Ah, yet be kind, reprove not him whose tongue, with grief distraught, obeys not in dark storms the helm of thought. Come, poor friend, the way we call. Never learn it once for all. Not though he whom heaven obeys Blast me with fierce lightning's blaze. Perish, Troy, and all your host That have chosen to their cost To despise me and cast me forth, Since my wound obscured my worth. Ah, but strangers, if your sense Hath o'ermastered this offence, Yield but one thing to my prayer. What wouldst thou have? Some weapon bear, axe or sword or sharpened dart, Bring it to content my heart. What is thy new intent? To sever point by point this body, joint from joint. On bloody death my mind is bent. Wherefore? To see my father's face. Where upon earth? He hath no place where sun doth shine, but in the halls of night. O native country, land of my delight, Would I were blessed one moment with thy sight. Why did I leave thy sacred dew And loose my vessels from thy shore To join the hateful Danaean crew And lend them succour? Oh, I am no more. 
Long since thou hadst seen me nearing yonder ship, had I not spied Odysseus and the son of great Achilles hastening to our side. Wilt thou not tell me why thou art hurrying this backward journey with reverted speed? To undo what I have wrongly done to-day. Thy words appall me. What is wrongly done? When in obeying thee and all the host— Thou didst what deed that misbecame thy life? I conquered with base stratagem and fraud. Whom? What new plan is rising in thy mind? Not new, but to the child of Poeus here. What wilt thou do, I quake with strange alarm? From whom I took these weapons back again. Oh, heaven, thou wilt not give them. Meanest thou this? Yea, for I have them through base sinful means. I pray thee, speakest thou thus to anger me? If the truth anger thee, the truth is said. Achilles' son, what word is fallen from thee? Must the same syllables be thrice thrown forth? Once was too much. Would they had ne'er been said. Enough, thou hast heard my purpose clearly told. I know what power shall thwart thee in the deed. Ah, whose will shall hinder me? The Achaean host, and I among them. Ah, thou art sharp-witted, sure. But little wit or wisdom show'st thou here. Neither thy words nor thy design is wise. But if tis righteous, that is better far. How righteous, to release what thou hast ta'en by my device. I sinned a shameful sin, and I will do mine utmost to retrieve it. How? Fearest thou not the Achaeans in this act? In doing right I fear not them nor thee. I call thy power in question. Then I'll fight not with Troy's legions, but with thee. Come on, let fortune arbitrate. Thou seest my hand feeling the hilt. And me thou soon shalt see, doing the like and dallying not. And yet I will not touch thee, but will go and tell the army that shall wreak this on thy head. Exit. Now thou showest discretion, which if thou preserve, thou mayst maintain a path exempt from pain. Ho, son of Poeus, Philoctetes, come and leave thy habitation in the rock. What noise again is troubling my poor cave? Why do you summon me? What crave ye, sirs? Ah, tis some knavery. Are ye come to add some monster evil to my mountainous woe? Fear not, but hearken to what now I speak. I needs must fear thee, whose fair words erewhile brought me to bitter fortune. May not men repent and change? Such wast thou in thy talk, when thou didst rob me of my bow, so bright without, so black within. Ah, but not now, assure thee, only let me hear thy will. Is't constant to remain here and endure, or to make voyage with us? Stop, speak no more. Idle and vain will all thine utterance be. Thou art so resolved. More firmly than I say. I would I might have brought thee to my mind. But since my words are out of tune, I have done. Thou wert best. No word of thine can touch my soul, or win me to thy love, who by deceit hast reft my life away. And then thou comest to school me, of noblest father, basest son. Perish the Atridae first of all, and then Laertes' child, and thou. Curse me no more, but take this hallowed weapon from my hand. What words are these? Am I again deceived? No, by the holiest name of Zeus on high. O voice of gladness, if thy speech be true. The deed shall prove it. 
Only reach thy hand and be again sole master of thy bow. Odysseus appears. But I make protest in the sight of heaven for Atreus' sons and all the Achaean host. Dear son, whose voice disturbs us, do I hear Odysseus? Ay, and thou behold'st him nigh, and he shall force thee to the Trojan plain, howe'er Achilles' offspring make or mar. This shaft shall bear thee sorrow for that boast. Let it not fly, by heaven! Dear child, let go mine arm. I will not. Exit Odysseus. Ah, why hast thou robbed my bow of bringing down mine enemy? This were ignoble both for thee and me. One thing is manifest, the first of the host lying forerunners of the Achaean band are brave with words, but cowards with the steel. Well, now the bow is thine, thou hast no cause for blame or anger any more against me. None. Thou hast proved thy birthright, dearest boy, not from the loins of Sisyphus thou earnest, but from Achilles, who in life was held noblest of men alive, and now are the dead. It gladdens me that thou shouldst speak in praise both of my sire and me. But hear me tell the boon for which I sue thee. Mortal men must bear such evils as high heaven ordains. But those afflicted by self-chosen ills like thine to-day receive not from just men or kind indulgence or compassionate thought and thou art restive grown and wilt not hearken but though one counsel thee with kindest intent wilt take him for a dark malignant foe yet calling zeus to witness for my soul once more i will speak know this and mark it well thou bearest this sickness by a heavenly doom through coming near to chrysa's sentinel the lurking snake that guards the sky-roofed fold, and from this plague thou ne'er shall find reprieve while the same sun-god rears him from the east and droops to west again till thou become of thine own willing mind to Troia's plain, where our physicians, son of Phoebus' child, shall soothe thee from thy sore, and thou with me and with this bow shall take Troy's citadel. How do I know this? I will tell thee straight. We have a Trojan captive, Helenus, both prince and prophet, who hath clearly told this must be so. Yea, and ere harvest time this year great Troy must fall, else if his words be falsified, who will may slay the seer. Now, since thou knowest of this, yield thy consent, for glorious is the gain, being singled forth from all the Greeks as noblest, first to come to healing hands, and then to win renown unrivalled vanquishing all tearful troy oh how i hate my life why must it keep this breathing form from sinking to the shades how can i prove a rebel to his mind who thus exhorts me with affectionate heart and yet o oh misery must i give way then how could i endure the light of heaven with whom could i exchange a word ay me eyes that have seen each act of my sad life how could ye bear it to behold the sons of atreus my destroyers comrades now and friends laertes wicked son my friend unless i feel the grief of former wrong then shudder with expectance of fresh harm they yet may work on me for when the mind hath once been mother of an evil brood it nurses naught but evils Yea, at thee I marvel, 
thou shouldst ne'er return to Troy, nor suffer me to go, when thou rememberest what insults they have done thee, ravishing thy father's rights from thee. And wilt thou then sail to befriend them, pressing me in aid? Nay, do not, son, but even as thou hast sworn, convey me home, and thou in Skyrus dwelling, leave to their evil doom those evil men. So thou shalt win a twofold gratitude, from me, and from my father, and not seem, helping vile men, to be as vile as they. Tis fairly spoken. Yet I would that thou, relying on my word, and on heaven's aid, wouldst voyage forth from Lemnos with thy friend. Meanst thou to Troy and to the hateful sons of Atreus, me, with this distressful limb? Nay, but to those that will relieve the pain of thy torn foot, and heal thee of thy plague. Thy words are horrible. What meanst thou, boy? The act I deem the noblest for us both. Wilt thou speak so? Where is thy fear of heaven? Why should I fear, when I see certain gain? Gain for the sons of Atreus, or for me? Methinks a friend should give thee friendly counsel. Friendly? To hand me over to my foes? Ah, be not hardened in thy misery. I know thou wilt ruin me by what thou speakest. Not I. The case is dark to thee, I see. I know the Atridae cast me on this rock. But how if they should save thee afterward? They ne'er shall make me see Troy with my will. Hard is my fortune, then, if by no slight of reasoning I can draw thee to my mind. For me twere easiest to end speech, that thou mightst live on as thou livest, in hopeless pain. Then leave me to my fate. But thou hast touched my right hand with thine own, and given consent to bear me to my home. Do this, dear son, and do not linger to take thought of Troy. Enough that name hath echoed in my groans. If thou wilt, let us be going. Nobly hast thou said the word. Lean thy steps on mine. As firmly as my foot will strength afford. Ah, but how shall I escape a key in anger? Do not care. Ah, but they should spoil my country. I to shield thee will be there. How to shield me? How to aid me? With the shafts of Heracles I will scare them. Give thy blessing to this isle and come in peace. Heracles appears from above. First, son of Poeas, wait till thou hast heard the voice of Heracles, and weighed his word. Him thou beholdest from the heavenly seat come down, for thee leaving the blessed retreat, to tell thee all high Zeus intends, and stay thy purpose in the journey of to-day. Then hear me, First, how after my long toils by strange adventure I have found and won immortal glory, which thine eyes perceive. And the like lot, I tell thee, shall be thine, after these pains to rise to glorious fame. Sailing with this thy comrade to Troy town, first thou shalt heal thee from thy grievous sore, and then, being singled forth from all the host as noblest, thou shalt conquer with that bow Paris, prime author of these years of harm, and capture Troy, and bear back to thy hall the choicest guerdon for thy valour's meed, to Oeta's vale and thine own father's home. But every prize thou takest be sure thou bear unto my pyre in memory of my bow. 
this word, Achilles' offspring, is for thee no less. For as thou couldst not without him, so without thee he cannot conquer Troy. Then, like twin lions hunting the same hill, guard thou him and he thee. And I will send Asclepius Troyward to relieve thy pain. For Ilion now a second time must fall before the Herculean bow. But take good heed, midst all your spoil to hold the gods in awe. For our great father counteth piety far above all. This follows men in death, and fails them not when they resign their breath. Thou whom I have longed to see, thy dear voice is law to me. I obey with gladdened heart. Lose no time, at once depart. Bright occasion and fair wind urge your vessel from behind. Come, let me bless the region ere I go. Poor house, sad comrade of my watch, farewell. Ye nymphs of meadow where soft waters flow, Thou ocean headland peeling thy deep knell, Where oft within my cavern as I lay My hair was moist with dashing south wind's spray, And oft times came from Hermes' foreland high Sad replication of my storm-vexed cry. Ye fountains and thou Lycian water sweet, I never thought to leave you, Yet my feet are turning from your paths. We part for I. Farewell, and waft me kindly on my way, O Lemnian earth enclosed by circling seas, To sail where mighty fate my course decrees, And friendly voices point me, And the will of that heroic power Who doth this act fulfil. Come now all in one strong band, There loosing from the land, Pray we to the nymphs of sea, Kind protectresses to be, Till we touch the Trojan strand. End of part two. End of Philoctetes by Sophocles. Translated by Lewis Campbell.